Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is a podcast from Minute Media. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my God. You've got all your Charger gear on because. That look good. I got big energy every day. Let's go! And he is dicked. Blind squirrel finds an every once in a while. That's right. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Come on, Players, coaches, staff, fans, together, we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for some good content. <laughs> well, hello there, neighbor. Welcome back to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Wooldog, sitting with my buddies, Kev Huggin' Duggin. Well, how the hell are you there, well, Wooldog? Well, shoot, I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> Let's not forget Kyle the Ghost Duggin. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know how you to do You don't got to do nothing, my friend. Okay. It's victory. It's going to look pretty. It's I'm victory back, Monday. Yeah, oh, welcome back. Technology. I wasn't Yay. a part of the instant reaction. That was kind of a bummer. I was excited. And it was. <laughs> Kyle's like, I got to use my phone. We're like, that's fine. And he like holds the phone up. And then he's like, we get like two Dude, seconds boom. in and just like, boom, boom, just gone. And we sat Dead. there for about 10 minutes like, <laughs> is coach coming back? Oh, no. 10 minutes. That's that's kind of you to say. I sure it was two seconds. Kevin's like, F- him. let's keep going. <laughs> Come on, Adam. Let's go. He's out. We, no, we gave you a solid 10 and it was just like, all right, I got And then like, we were like, F- it, let's go. I've got shit this to guy. do. So yeah, got it. Got to roll. But all right, folks, it's victory Monday for us. Tuesday for you. You've had another extra day to soak in it. And uh, boy, what a what a great game to to revisit and look at. I mean, I don't know. I say great game, but like it, it was it was kind of a messy baby win, right? It was a sloppy baby, a but sloppy Herbert baby. was not a baby. Herbert was no, a big Herbert boy. Was amazing. Yes. Put on his big boy pants and threw some big boy balls and that's just a big boy. 
Big boy balls. <laughs> Big, Big boy balls. balls. Throwing them around. <laughs> Swinging them over your shoulder like a continental soldier. That's right. Uh, boy, all right. I'm looking at the stats here. Yes, Chargers won 27-24 with that game-winning field goal kick from Dusty. What's it? Dude, winning with a kick. I know. We, like, this is an improvement. Coach saw it, made Brought him in, made an improvement. Even though he didn't miss an ex, uh, extra point, right. he, this is when you need them to make the kicks. He made the kick. He won to the make game. that kick, yes. All I can say is I'm very glad that Austin Eckler broke that little run to, oh, to yeah. really lower my blood pressure because <laughs> right. I, yeah. a 42, 44 yarder for the win. Jesus, that would have been scary. But yeah. did that really lower your blood pressure? Were you still just kind of like, oh man, like, I don't know. It could go wrong. Oh, oh yeah, it definitely yeah. could go. I mean, it was right at thirty yards. It was an extra point, and mm-hmm. we shanked one of those harder. I know so. that's what I'm saying. So like, yeah, I, it wouldn't have brought. I mean, I guess it does kind of feel at least a little bit more comfortable, or at least you feel like the odds are better. But still, man, blood pressure is still like yeah, <laughs> right it was a little bit top. lower. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. a, a little just bit a skosh. Um, and yeah, man, what a, what a great game from Herbert, man. Like, ah, oh, it just. Making those connections that, and again, that deep ball, man. If we haven't really seen that deep ball since what was it, the Cleveland game? Like that was the last like real deep pass that he got because he didn't get and, one in Baltimore. And he, everyone's saying he's not doing it because they're putting the top over the defense, uh, over the offense. But he was covered and he still made that. Yeah, throw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Sometimes, crazy, man. That was almost it, it, it. In essence, it's a throwaway because he's going to put it in a place where his guy catches it or nobody else. He didn't have the underneath checkdowns, and you could kind of tell he was running out of time. So he's just like, "Hey, if Mike doesn't catch it, it's an incomplete pass. We'll move on." Um, but those are the t- those are the chances that we haven't really been taking, right? Um, so it's good. But on the uh, on the flip side, we took a lot of checkdowns, and our tight ends were they were a huge they part of the game. game. Yeah, you know, like yeah. just quick little into the flat, hit them, let them get four or five yards, and they were a huge part of the game. So power to him for learning and and taking what they give you. Absolutely. And that, that's what that that's part, what Tom Brady does. That's what he does consistently yeah. week in and week out. He's just going to find the guy, open guy no matter 2 yards, 12 yards, 30 yards, he's going to hit him. Mm-hmm. And then the Parham touchdown with the it was just the check down like a quick little out yep. and just the stiff arm. Yeah, just let a guy make a play. Just so just long. Yeah. Get out of just my like way. A, out of the way, just literally <laughs> yeah. put like the, the length of his arm is out of control. Like he just pushed him out of bounds and just like yeah. whoop. Touchdown. I mean, he kind of did that with the, I think it was the Cleveland game that he got that one touchdown. It was another, like, just real kind of like maybe five or 10 yards from the end zone. Like, let, you know, either push the guy or let the other guy, like, run out of bounds, like, kind of dodge him and then just kind of prance in, holding the ball out. And he's great with that. Like, it, that's so Thank cool you, to see Donald Parham have such good success Thank with you, that XFL. team. Was, it, yeah. was, that Dari- was that Darius Slay that, that he kind of just threw to the ground? Or was that somebody else? I think it was. I felt like Slay was getting targeted like by Herbert. We made him fake an injury. He was like, I'm over it. Because we we hit like three or four big, big long plays to him. And then he randomly pulled a hammy and was over getting stretched. I'm like, come on. He's like, oh man, my Pro Bowl's in jeopardy. I got to better get hurt pretty quick here. Yeah, Yeah, not after that game. I don't think so. But... Yeah, great, great game all around. Um, looking over at the stats here, uh, let's see. We definitely beat them in passing or in total yards, four forty-five versus their three thirty-one, and definitely beat them in the passing yards for sure, three fifty-six versus their measly one fifty-five. Yeah, Two hundred more passing yards. Yeah, uh, so but much. 
It's a lot. Rushing yards, we could have done better. Our, our 89 to their 176. Uh, and yards per play were pretty close, 6.8 versus their 5.8. So um, they were, I mean, they were moving the ball. We knew that they were going to be running the ball. Yep. I mean, I, honestly, we just need to expect that from every team going forward that yeah. they will run the ball. They are going right. to run the ball. We just got to find ways to win. It, it just is what it is now. Right. And for a while, yeah. we were holding Hertz out of the end zone, and I felt like my prediction might have come pretty close, but no, he had to throw that one stupid pass. To I, I was, I'm going to, with the bold prediction, I was the closest. I just want to say it. I said, I had 28, 21 <laughs> Herbert with over 300 passing yards. I was the closest. You know, you know the only time that close works or is, is helpful? Horseshoes right. and hand grenades. Oh. Horseshoes and hand grenades. Not Horseshoes and hand grenades. What a title. Close, close is good for nothing here, dude. <laughs> All right, fine. Shut up. All right, fine. Shut up. No, you shut up. You shut up. Shut up. Um, All right. Looking over at some accolades that need to be given out. Obviously, Justin Herbert had himself a hell of a game and hit 600 career completions. Only player in NFL history to do so through the first 25 starts of a career. Crazy. 600 completions. That is wild. He just moved moved past. uh, He just moved past uh, Mahomes. So he's all by himself. Divided by 25, that's 24 per game if you're per doing game. the math at home. <laughs> so Completions. That, completions, yes. Not yeah. just attempts, like Damn. completions, 24 per game. Yeah. That is that is impressive. So congrats it's to just, Herbert. It's just so good for him. We all knew he would bounce back. Like We oh, knew absolutely. that it would happen. Yeah. But everyone was trying to pull this, oh, the NFL's figured out Justin Herbert. and They figured him now, out. Yeah. yeah like mm, Now he's yeah. not going to be able to do it anymore. I'm like... Can just wait. Just, just wait. Just keep just those words in your mouth <laughs> when he comes back and has a huge game like he did in this game. Like, exactly. Just so stupid. Yeah. Unlike, <laughs> I mean, looking like at Mahomes, who is just like digressing, like game by game, like just seems to be getting worse and worse. Just like, holy by the cow. way, by the way, did, this is a completely off topic note. Did anyone see where they put Jordan Love's um, oh, his mom, mom and girlfriend? Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> the Chiefs put him at the no, the highest nosebleed possible. <laughs> Such a dick move. That was so mean. Like, wh- I, how is that even possible? Uh, they look kind of bummed too because the camera found him. I didn't think they had a lens long enough to zoom in, but they they found they found him. And they're sitting there like, wow, we're up here really high. Oh, yes, yeah, they found him. You know, the Chiefs organization was like, hey. Check out where we put Jordan's there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not uh, going to be able to run up to him and hand him a game ball at the end of the he just end of the game. There. His, well, he didn't well, throw I, I, the practice, best so. throw of his day, trying to make it up yeah, to his yeah. family. There you go. Yeah, unfortunate to see uh, the Chiefs win that game, but is what it is. Lucky um, SOBs. Aaron Rodgers, why? What? Why did you do this what? to us? There's no like. Why just, you do this? Why did you do this to us? My brother-in-law on Sunday was like, how, like, because he's a really big Bears fan. He hates the Packers. He's like, it feels like the NFL's in on it somehow. Because, like, the Chiefs are their, like, wonder baby. Always want to talk about Mahomes. Like, they have to be good for ratings and blah, blah, blah. They start to suck. All of a sudden, the arguably the best quarterback in the NFL is COVID the week they're going to play them. Like, come on. There's, and there's something still- going on. Barely won. Yeah. Just barely ever won. so slightly. Yeah. Pretty barely weak. won. Yeah. Yeah. So it is what it is. But going back to our game, uh, again, more accolades to hand out. Justin Herbert recorded a perfect 158.3 passer rating under pressure in week nine. So <laughs> stupid. Yeah. Pressure That's or not, stupid. he's still going to 
kick your ass. Um, <laughs> it's almost better than when he gets press pressure on him. Honestly. I mean, that's what it felt like, like last crazy. year. Like we had such a banged up O line last year that like he still did amazingly under pressure, better under pressure. It felt like so. I think he's just used crazy. to having to make those kind of split second decisions. Decisions. Um, and uh, <laughs> all right, everybody, get your cell phones out. It is that time. Buckle to, up to to vote for the FedEx Air and Ground Players of the Week. And who else is up there but our our golden boy, Justin Herbert, uh, yeah. against Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz. So we got whatever. this. I'm yeah. feeling so good about <laughs> this right now. Herbert's just, got this. I just, the question is, how much are we going to beat them by? It might I be 100%. That's what we need to, that's, yeah. It might be 100%. Like, it might, he might 100, get 100. Like 90, <laughs> 99 to 0.5.5. That would be pretty cool. That would be might pretty be impressive. 100. It just might be <laughs> zero votes for the other two guys. Yeah, but who vote. Wants, let's make wants, the reality. Who wants to vote for Matt Ryan or Carson Wentz? Yeah, not even their no fans one. are just like no. I can't um, in good conscience. Uh, Justin Herbert, <laughs> come on, get real. Um. All right, more accolades. Since we did get a win, we did get to see a game ball victory speech. And uh, finally, uh, finally, finally, I yeah. missed those so much. Yeah, we went three weeks without one. We were definitely jonesing for it. And Staley said, I've got one game ball today. This kind of shows what the NFL is about. You join up with new guys during the season and they become part of your team. And what are and what we are doing here is we are building a team. You can't do it without a guy that can finish the game for you. Game ball for Dustin Hopkins. So, is, yeah, wait. Well deserved, Dusty. Kick man. Dusty. Get game ball. <laughs> yeah, and and that ah oh god, I I love the pictures. I don't know who the photographer is for this team, but they are just getting solid pictures of like when they're in the locker room and just the celebrations, the big hugs, the hugs that Staley keeps getting is so heartwarming. Like, yes, I'm not jealous. I'm like, mm. I'm comparing. I am okay, mild <laughs> amount of jealousy, <laughs> but I'm like looking at other teams going, like, nobody's hugging Bill Belichick like this, like, nobody's <laughs> hugging Andy <laughs> Reid like this. Like, Bill Belichick no. gets a handshake, right? Firm he gets handshake. a firm handshake and a slight nod and off yeah. to the showers. So, like, to see Staley getting hugs from Herber, from uh, uh, Dustin Hopkins, from um, Derwin, Derwin James, like yeah. the, all these like big guys that are just like, and you can just see it in their face. Like it is such an emotional hug. Like it's not just like, you know, good game, like, you know, like, you know, yeah. that, that, that like pat, you know, the two pats on the back kind of hug, like the, yeah, we're just, we're just going to hug for a second here. This is like, mm, no, these are, big. it's like, it's like we weren't in separate. Yeah. It's like we weren't in separate meetings all week. We were like, they were working on this together. It was a plan that they executed right. and they celebrated that together. It wasn't right. like a, you know, a walkthrough relationship where they, they just see no. each other for a couple of no, minutes a right, day. Right. Right. This isn't just a job for these guys. Like this means so much more to them. And you see it in, in all That's, of the photos that these guys yeah. are taking and they're just, That's they're really calling gorgeous. card. Right? Yeah, relationships and competitiveness. That's big time, well. and it, and it just it shows in those pictures. You can see it. Um, all right. Well, looking at the AFC West, who'd have thought? Who'd have thought that we would be in Week Nine, and every team would have five wins? Like that's crazy. That is crazy, thanks, man. Packers. Thank you, Packers. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> thanks for nothing. Thanks, <laughs> um, thanks for nothing. It's yeah. It's it, it's wild to see the Broncos at five and four, Chiefs five and four. 
Raiders five and three and Chargers five and three. I mean, Chargers being on top because we've got our two divisional wins, really. So yeah, it's but it's now a it's tough all division, start. man. Yeah, now, now, it's now all start. the inner the interleague, like the we're playing each other because we're the only team that's played no, everyone except for the Broncos have played two games, but you got to play six. So they're gonna come here hot and heavy pretty right. fast in the last nine weeks. Um, right. It's pretty yeah. much you're playing a team every other week. So um, it's gonna the the, the discrepancy is gonna start to show itself here pretty fast. Yeah. So I got a, a <clears throat> question I want to propose. Like, I think the Raiders and the Chiefs play here pretty soon, if not this upcoming week. I think Sunday yeah, I think night this weekend. Yeah. 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 So who who do you want to win that game? Because if you have oh. to pick somebody that you want to be right behind us, who do you want there? I want the Raiders there. Me too. You yeah, want the Raiders to win? Too. Yeah. Yes, I want. I, I want so it. To, I I would love for it to be down to us and the Raiders, and we just kick <laughs> their ass in Vegas. Because isn't that who we play week seventeen? Isn't that how we end our season in Vegas against uh, the Raiders? Uh, correct. Uh, yeah. The our yeah. last game is against the Raiders. One right before that is the Broncos, and yeah. I mean we got we still got to play the Broncos twice, and Chiefs right. is just a couple weeks prior to that. So yeah, like yep. from December to January. Three out of those last four games are divisional games, so those yeah, are going to be really important. It's going to be intense, yeah. man. It's going to be busy. Yeah, I, I want, I would rather the Raiders win on Sunday night. Um, totally. I don't know why. I just the Chiefs have won the division too much. I just want them to never win another one ever again. Just don't um, make the play. Yeah, don't make the playoffs. Yeah. I what, the craziest thing for me this because I, I got to sit down and watch football all Sunday. Like, what happened? Like, there's no like team that is consistent at all. There, oh. There's no one you can be no. like, this is they're gonna run it all the no. way to the to the Super Bowl. Yeah, no, not like you. You see, you know, the Jaguars beating the Bills nine to six. I couldn't believe that. I I saw the like score and I was like, oh, they must be partway through the game. And I look further to the right and it says final. It's over. like what, yeah. <laughs> like nine to six. Yeah. Like it just it makes me feel better that like we can still find ourselves and figure out how we want to be the best Charger team mm-hmm. and we can still be successful because everyone else in this league is just all over the place. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of crazy, crazy year. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, the Broncos they showed... manhandled the Cowboys. Yeah, that was what? crazy. It was thirty what? to nothing at a point. At one point, what? it was. It was just a weird. It was a that the Derrick Henry list Titans. Put a smacking on the Rams. Who were supposed them, to be yeah. Super home, Bowl yeah. contenders. Hey, I told you, be careful when you splash that pot, Rams. Mm-hmm. You might lose that hand. Just saying, well, you lost that first game. Yeah, they showed Von Miller standing off on the side, so all their winnings are just sitting there on the sideline doing nothing for you. So, yep, nothing. <laughs> slow money. Um, yeah, it's it's a. I, I think this is the only division. The AFC West is the only division where every team is over five hundred. On their win loss ratio, so it's. I believe. I mean, it's. it's I don't, such no a tough division. <laughs> yeah, it's such a tough halfway, division. Almost halfway through the season, everyone's over five hundred. Yeah. Well, ours is the only division where every team is over five hundred. So yeah, yeah, it's uh, it is impressive. All right, folks. Well, now let's take a look at the press conference after the game. Uh, they talked to Coach on Justin and the offensive line. Uh, Thirty-two of thirty-eight passing in a pro game. That's really really good. But what I liked about it is we got to the deep part of the field today. We were able to access all parts of the field in a lot of different ways. I felt like Justin was patient today. I felt like he was extremely accurate and played with really good timing. And our offensive line had a lot to do with that. 
Our offensive line played a very, very good football game today. That uh, This was a line of scrimmage game, and our offensive line competed at a really high level. They were outstanding. Zero sacks. Like, he had time. and Is it really zero sacks? Yeah. Zero sacks. Zero wow. sacks. Yeah. There was only one the whole game, and it was Joey Bosa's. There was only yeah. one. Wow. One where he, yeah. It was... They played well. Storm Norton played well. Like they just they they clicked. Everyone was doing well. Hmm. Like Storm didn't give up a pressure pressure, which is that's baffling. Crazy. Yeah, considering yeah, all of the crazy. gameplay prior. But I think it goes to show the the kind of matchups. Like we've been playing some very strong edge def, edge um, defending teams. Like yeah. very good pass rushers. So this team didn't maybe didn't quite have the level, and we were able to to rein it in. Well, or we had yeah. a great plan. I can't quite figure out what the difference was between this game. In the last two weeks, but we we got it done. That's right, we did. Uh, Coach, uh, talking about Justin Herbert's bomb to Mike Williams, uh, you can't underestimate what a good throw that is because a mortal player doesn't make it look that easy. (laughs) So are there immortal players that Staley's watching on the weekends? Like, is Scorpion throwing deep balls to Raiden in uh, Mortal Kombat? Like, what's happening here? I I love this coach. (laughs) He just called Justin immortal. 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 (laughs) He's, he's the he's immortal a one. God, I know. I know what he meant. He doesn't. He doesn't think he's immortal. But like, yeah, just know, the right? confidence <laughs> no, and the glowing no, 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 review no, no. of his quarterback is so amazing. Yeah. No, he's not immortal. He's a gangster. We all know that. <laughs> we all know. That. <laughs> um, and then, coach, talking about the offensive play calling. Uh, my hats off to Joe Lombardi. I think he called a fantastic game with the contributions to our entire offensive staff. I really felt connected today as a staff on offense, and I felt like we played like it. So I'm curious, Kyle. Like, what? Like, what did you take from like we felt connected today, just from an uh, offensive coaching kind of like? What does that mean? I would and I would expect that to mean like complimentary football, right? Like, what we we worked together. We were both kind of on. We were in rhythm. Um, they weren't off the field too much. We weren't on the field too much. Just complimentary football. They there was zero turnovers on offense. Um, yeah, I I mean. I don't really know what he's saying. Maybe he's maybe he's saying that his game plan that they had put together as a staff is what they went and and executed. Um, but whatever he meant, I like it. It it works. We won, so mm-hmm. I hope they're they feel connected. Is that what he's saying? Connected, <laughs> connected more yes. often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, obviously, uh, Herbert's completion was was out of control. It was like what eighty four percent. Like, yeah, that's that's great. That's amazing for that game it doesn't get much better than that it really, it really doesn't, doesn't. I, I feel like that I, I might be wrong here but i feel like that was a record for herbert like that might have been like his best completion percentage if, if not it's up there it really is yeah, yeah. and we didn't have we had we didn't have a drop we had one go through keenan's hands at the beginning of the game but no just flat out drops like we've been having these last couple of weeks mm-hmm. and that was the difference that was the difference yeah. it really it was, was huge well, for getting in momentum 84 percent. i don't know what the yeah. the completion percentage was the prior week but it definitely wasn't 84 percent. so no, that's just huge close. yeah um and they just drove the field they just drove all day long they the first you know the first um drive 99 yards that's so you good. know we didn't score but like they drove consistently the entire game yeah. like mm-hmm. they they didn't punt Tylong didn't punt in that game. No, I guess he didn't. Which is 
absolutely crazy. Wow. Yeah. We, we go for it on fourth down because we're crazy. And I love Coach, but he's GD <laughs> crazy. crazy like that. I love it. But it's like, and I'm curious too, like how these other teams are planning to go against us when they know we're going to go for it on fourth down. Like yeah, that's well, got to throw a kink in planning against us. Well, you you definitely added more segments into your week of focusing specifically on fourth down defense. Mm-hmm. Um, you you make it a whole segment in your in your week, so they 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 think about it, they talk about it more, which takes away from talking about and thinking about everything else. Um, but you can see we're having less success for sure, right? Like coming out the bat, I don't, I don't think other teams expected it, and they're like, "Wait, what the hell? What do we do? What what do, we did, they didn't know what we like to run on fourth down, right? Right? Maybe they're starting to get more comfortable with what that looks like because it has become less um, effective, right? But it's not a gimmick, though. They're still doing it the right. same amount that they philosophy. were at the beginning that's, of the season. That's their identity. It wasn't like, yeah. Yeah. it's not like, let's jump out here, throw these guys off these first handful of games. That's nope. philosophy. It's consistent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big time. Um, looking at some of the other Twitters, uh, Fernando Ramirez tweeted out Chargers coach Brandon Staley says he expects linebacker Kenneth Murray to be a full participant this week in practice. Staley says they will see from there if he plays Sunday. Please and thank love you. Love to see him back on the field, man. Yeah. I'd love to see him back. Big We've time. not seen a full linebacking core with the healthy defensive line yet. I'm not saying that's going to revolutionize our our run stop ability, but it can't hurt. Sure. I mean, hey, fresh, we go from fresh linebackers th- in there, fresh defensive linemen in there. Can't help. It can't hurt. I mean, 32nd <laughs> to 29th. I'll take it. Yeah. Hey, progress. That's all we're asking for. Just a little bit of progress. Um, and then Daniel Popper, again, another ray of sunshine with this tweet. Uh, <laughs> cornerback Ryan Smith has torn an ACL, Brandon Staley said. So Ryan Smith, That's which tough. I mean, we saw, I mean, we saw him playing out there because a lot of the injuries, like the Mike Davis and the Santi Samuel Jr., like we had to start kind of like digging a little bit deep on our Next cornerback depth. Up. And Ryan Smith was one of those guys, and unfortunately towards ACL, so... And he was a spe- big special teams guy, too. And he so was big huge. on special teams. That, that was the big reason, I think, why we picked him up to begin with, was for special teams, yeah. so... Um, so, yeah. Maybe maybe Gabe Neighbors comes back now. They need another... Was he inactive again guy. this week? He, he was. was. Yeah. I want Gabe Neighbors back in the active roster. Yeah, I, I'd like to have him back, too. I think... Uh, I think, especially the chemistry that he has with Herbert, and I think that would be helpful to have, but... Obviously, it wasn't enough to hinder us winning the game. We still won the game without Gabe. and But imagine what it would be like with Gabe. Yeah, Just imagine. Just <laughs> over there by the Gatorade. <laughs> just with protein powder. <laughs> Sprinkling it everywhere. He's on the sideline. Maybe he's just you. giving him protein throughout the game. He's still, out. He's still on the sideline. Maybe, maybe they caught him, and that's why he's been they inactive. <laughs> slap it out of his hand. Knock it off yeah. with Stop protein. It. Knock it off, Gabe. Stop it. All right. Well, folks, um, don't forget to go to chargerchat.com. Check out some of the sweet merch we've got. And we've also got a member section on our page. So feel free to over there, head over there, check it out. And uh, when you get something from the store, it really helps us cover the cost of producing this show. So if you feel so inclined to, you know, pick up a, a shirt, a sticker, a hoodie, you know, something, it really helps us out. So we would appreciate that if you go to chargerchat.com. All right, folks. Well, now it's time to go on to the next segment. It is Fan Focus. Let's see who it is. 
All right, guys, we're back with another fan focus, and we're super pumped to have Jay Rudy from Indiana. What is going on, Jay Rudy? What's going on, my man? Good, brother. Good. It's I love the shirt. I love I love what you got going on over there. Oh yeah, I had had to rock the Charger Chat shirt for sure. Thanks, brother. Well, hey, man. Well, let's uh, let's get into it. Um, how did you become a Charger fan? Okay, so a little bit of a story. Um, so I'm out here in Indiana, obviously, um, Colts country. Uh, growing up, my family was uh, not into sports at all. Um, so I kind of had to find my, my own way through that, um, to football. Um, so I'm, are you familiar with, uh, book fairs like in elementary school? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, uh, it was in fourth grade, I believe, um, went to the book fair, you know, they have pencils, erasers, uh, books, they have posters as well. Posters of, you know, different cars, different athletes. Um, so I'm thumbing, I'm thumbing through these posters, you know, go, you know, getting through the cars and not really into cars that much. Um, going through the basketball, baseball players, I come across uh, this Ladanian Tomlinson poster. I have no idea who this guy is. I'm like, I, you know, but he he's got the dark black visor on. He's got the white bicep sleeve uh, or bi- bicep band on, and I, I'm like, I don't know, I don't know who this cat is, but I, I have to get this poster. Uh, I go home that day and I tell my mom, I'm like, hey mom, uh, can I please have you know ten twenty dollars uh, for the book fair? There's a poster I want. And she's like, well, you know, what, what's this poster? I was like, I don't know. It's some football player. <laughs> and she gives me the money. Yeah, she gives me the money. And I'm praying because uh, it had been a whole day that the poster was still there. Like, please, please still be there. Uh, I run into the, the libraries where it was, the book fair, um, praying it was still there. Sure enough, it was. I bought it. Uh, after that, shortly after, I got Madden, um, Madden 07 with uh, Sean Alexander on the front. I started playing with the Chargers, getting uh, more familiar with the players. Um, and just it was just a snowball effect. My first like four, probably my first four years of being a Chargers fan, I never watched a game. I kept wow. up with like the, uh, the box score game cast where it shows a little football on the field and it it goes straight with a run. So that's how I kept up with all the games. Um, and what I, what I like to say really is um, LaDainian Tomlinson, made me a Chargers fan and Phil Rivers made me a diehard. Um, Phil Rivers is my favorite player of all time. So he's the one that really um, solidified the whole thing for me. So, you know, now I'm a Chargers fan uh, until I die. That's so awesome. What a crazy thing. Four years of just watching the little, I know what you're talking about, that really basic graphic where it's got like the throws yeah. and a little arch and then like the runs. Like I remember yep. all that. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, that it, that was my first four years uh, because we didn't have uh, cable, you know, we had the basic, like we had like 10 channels on TV. Um, I was too young to drive anywhere. Um, so my only option was either, um, I guess, you know, radio or just the, that GameCast uh, box score on the TV. And we had, we had like AOL dial up. So I would wait sometimes like a couple minutes just to see that little football move. And, and I would see it move for a big chunk play and I would, I would be cheering just like I'm watching on TV. Um, it was for, for me, it was just as intense. Oh my God. That's awesome. So do you remember the first game you actually saw on TV? The first time I went to see, uh, a game on TV, um, my mom's boyfriend at the time, he would go over to, um, his buddy's house. They'd always have a big get, uh, get together for Sunday football. Uh, the, the guy was a big bears fan. Uh, so he, he had all the, uh, he had all the games there. Um, but they were on the living room and I was like, Hey, you know, uh, I'm not interested in the bears. You know, do you, you maybe have the chargers game on? Cause you know, I've never watched the game. I'm, you know, I'm trying to do that. Uh, 
And he was like, yeah. So I, I went into this small like closet room he had with a small <laughs> little TV. Uh, you know, the picture was real grainy, but I didn't care. I, I watched the, the Chargers. Uh, they won. I'm not, I remember them winning. I remember where I watched it. I'm just not sure who they played. Uh, but it was a good time regardless. I was just happy. I, I, You know, you always want to win, but I was just happy to watch them on TV for the first time. Oh, man, that's awesome. What a wait. That's crazy. So, you know, speaking of watching Charger football, we just got the W this Sunday. How, do, how are you feeling? How's your victory Monday going? It, it's going good, and it's really it's a, it's a big weight that came off my shoulders uh, because, you know, we lose to Baltimore, and then we – we go into the bye week and then, you know, we come out refreshed. Like we're, let's get this show on the road. Let's get a dub against the Patriots. And, uh, we take another L unfortunately. And it's just, you start to get this weight on your chest, on your shoulders. Like, man, this is, you know, we need to turn this thing around. And luckily, um, it wasn't always pretty. Um, but we got, the, we got the W yesterday. Um, Justin Herbert was willing and Dylan Keenan oh, Allen no. was, was Keenan Allen, uh, again. So that was nice to see, but, uh, it was a nice victory to, you know, get back in the the win column. Yeah, it's there's something about those Monday mornings when you wake up after a victory. It's like, you know, especially like being on Twitter, like the it feels like the wild, wild west when we lose. Right. So it's like everyone's like, like just literally firing at everyone like pew, 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 pew. It is. But, and now it's just like everyone's like coming back together again. It feels pretty good. It, it's funny how Twitter works. And I, I'm not going to lie. The, the season is a roller coaster. And I, I am, I'm on that, I'm on that ride the entire time. You know, I'm, I'm down in the lows and I'm up on the, uh, in the highs as well. And I do let my emotions get the best of me. Um, I'm very, very low and high, um, but I'm more on the positive side and I, I don't try to uh, display that negativity on Twitter. Um, sure. Too much. Well, well, that well, honestly, I don't even think it's a bad thing. I think it's, it's like shows how diehard you are. And you're yeah. obviously diehard. You watched your first four seasons of Charger football with the little ticker thing, with the little graphic. Like, that's insane, man. Yeah, it was. It was, it was I'm glad. Um, as soon as I got my license, though, it was, I don't care where I got to go. If it's, um, you know, B-dubs or where, whatever restaurant I could get the, the game on, or if I had a buddy that had the game on, I'm going there. I don't care how far I have to drive. Um, but as soon as I could watch it on TV, that that was the only option. Well, let's, you know, we have the Vikings coming up on Sunday. We're back at home. You know, we we just recently lost there. Like, what are your thoughts on this Vikings game? Like, we should have this, right? Like, what, what do you think we need to do to, to get the W? So I go into every game. I do not care uh, what our record is. I don't care what the other team's record is. I go into every game expecting to win. Uh, that's just how I am. Um, I am, you know aware of the th- our shortcomings and whatnot, but I always think we're going to win. With the Vikings coming up, I'm a little worried uh, that Dalvin Cook, uh, might, Cook. Break a, <laughs> yeah. uh, might break a previous record set by uh, another Vikings running back. Um, so my main keys for that game is uh, Justin Herbert, Austin Eckler, and our pass catchers have to score more points than Dalvin Cook. Um, and, you know, we, we have to um, – we got to make sure Kirk Cousins is, not, is uncomfortable because uh, they have some good pass catchers on their side of the ball with, you know, Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson. We got to limit those guys. Um, hopefully we get Vato back. I think, uh, um, I think he's trending in the right direction, but we need to get some players healthy. Hopefully Kenneth Murray can get back out there. Um, so maybe hopefully we can get some reinforcements because we're going to need them. They're uh, they're a good team. The Vikings are. So we need Justin Herbert to, 
to Will and Dill also. So it's going to be a fun one. Totally. Yeah. Another 300 yards would be awesome. Justin, keep that record building that thing. Keep going. And yeah, uh, hopefully, sure. you know, like, you know, getting those cornerbacks back, hopefully I, I don't think everyone realized how big of a deal that was. Like they give up a lot on the, on the outside this game. So hopefully we can lock that down, stop that run. And we don't need to have the best run defense in the league. We just need to be better yes. than 32nd. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't think 32nd is going to uh, quite do the job. No, uh, we do. We definitely got to be better in that department for sure. That's uh, that's going to be, I mean, it's been a problem and um, you know, you think Brandon Staley will eventually um, figure it out at least to lessen the, the impact there. Um, but I, it's going to get tested. The, you know, the most has been tested uh, this Sunday uh, against Dalvin cook. Cause he's one of the best running backs in the league, obviously. Yeah, for sure. I'm with you. I'm I'm going to the game, so hopefully we can bring some good vibes and get loud and put him off his uh, put him off his game this week. Let's go. Hopefully, bring the energy. I know you will for sure. No, we will for sure, brother. So, dude, it was so awesome meeting you, man. And uh, thank you so much for your time coming on and chatting with us. Hey, uh, yeah, I appreciate it so much. It's been an absolute honor. Love the podcast. I think it's the best podcast out there. Thanks, um, so keep doing what y'all are doing. Um, I love it. All right, man. Well, we appreciate you. And uh, yeah, man, let's let's uh, let's go get the W on Sunday. Let's go. Let's keep it rolling. Right, Kay, love you. Bye. Kay, love you. Bye. Jay Rudy. Buddy. Rudy, that was Rudy. 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 Um, <laughs> that was what a, what a great story on. It was so funny. Like, as you're telling the story about going to the book fair, we had another uh, guy on here. I want to say it might have been Brian. Brian Rick might have been the guy that uh, went to a book fair and he got the little eraser. He found an eraser? Yeah. yeah I think he I, found it, it at a school or whatever. Yeah, Brian, if it's not you, I apologize. But I'm trying to remember who it was. But somebody came on and was like, yeah, I saw the Charger eraser. And that that was their link into the fandom. And now to have Jay Rudy go to another book LT fair poster. and get a, yeah. a Charger poster, yeah. to have that be his link, like, wow, that... What are the odds? Um, but that's, uh, that's impressive. Um, and, and just how we watched four yeah, years. Of, Lord, of that, mercy. that's incredible. That yeah, is that's dedication. <laughs> Shit, yeah, you're starting out hardcore, dude. You don't even get to see the colors on TV, the whole deal. Like, that's he just wild. the best part of the Chargers are unis. <laughs> <Right>? Yeah, <laughs> I wonder if he's just like had the poster, his LT poster on the wall, just kind of looking at the thing, looking up, look, looking at the the cast, looking visualize. up at the poster. Yeah, Vis- visualize, like you put yourself in there. He's kind of like holding like a little stick of like LT, like moving down, <laughs> yeah. like a little action figure. Yeah. I love it. And then the, he was like, um. I don't like. I'm not going to quote him exactly, but he was like, "I'm I'm not a a Bears fan. Can can we watch some Chargers?" <laughs> that, was, that made me laugh. <laughs> that was awesome. That was awesome. That was really cool. Jay Rudy, thank you for coming on and and chatting with my man Kev Hug and Duggan. Appreciate it. All right, it, folks. Now it is time to go on to the next segment. You know him, you love him. The Craig Experience. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Come on in, man. Kick your feet up. The oh. Great Hello there. Make yourself at home. Got some stuff to talk about, right? Moving on. Dubs up. L's down. If you can't swim with the boat gang, you might drown. CC fam. Big salute to the rest of the boat gang. What's goody? You got Craig in Texas coming to you with a winning edition of the Craig Experience. And it's been like a month since we had one of these joints and I'm, you know, really, really happy about it. But of course it wouldn't be a Chargers game 
If it didn't come down to a final possession, a field goal, you know, it just is what it is, and we know what to expect at this point. But we'll take the Ws however we can get them, of course. Uh, this one was interesting. And, of course, we got to look at everything. Uh, we don't want to you know, be completely biased to uh, just the good. We have to attack the things that are areas of opportunity, as I like to call them. Um, defensively, let's just get this out of the way. Guys, the roster is what it's going to be. Don't look for any real significant changes to come in and run defense. Uh, there's a reason I believe there were no real moves made at the trade deadline, but I'll get to that in a few. But yeah, yo, I told you, Justin Jones, you know, as he has added depth, which is something that's needed, so guys aren't in there snap after snap getting big boyed, um, at least for rotational purposes. Um, but other than that, JJ ain't doing a whole lot to help that run defense. Week in and week out, just expect it. Um, if a team has a solid offensive line and running backs, probably gonna get the ball crammed down our throats for at least a buck fifty a week. So, you know, just prepare yourselves for that every week. Don't get annoyed with it during the game. I know it's easy to say, easier said than done, but it's just a fact at this point. Nothing's really gonna change that. Um, but again, I'll get to why I think uh, they kind of sat on their hands at the trade deadline in a minute. Yo, um, quick question. How do y'all like y'all's chicken? Uh, well, you know what? It's November. Thanksgiving's coming up, so let's let's go to turkey route. I personally like mine smoked. Uh, if you want yours fried, baked, uh, whatever your thing is, uh, that's what Chris Harris is. Homie's cooked. Um. I'm thankful that, and I'm sure the team is as well, uh, you know, Staley made mention of this, grateful that he's able to be versatile enough to play many positions in the secondary. Great. But dude was getting flamed. We all had front row seats to that movie, and I don't think anybody enjoyed it, Chris included. So uh, really hopeful that ASJ... And uh, Vato, get back soon, because we ain't trying to go back for another viewing of that one. Uh, that That's not the box office smash that we were hoping for. Uh, I don't know who was hoping for it, but you get my drift. Um, you know, we just got to suck it up and deal with it. Like I said before, the defense is what it is. Um, I'm, of course, the passing game is going to be decent with those guys back. But the running game, just deal with it. Um, so outside of that, I'm not one who likes to complain about the referees because of course you never want to put games in refs hands but i can't help but notice as i'm sure many of you did also that there were literally three drive extending runs by jalen hurst that led to touchdowns where there were blatant nasty ridiculous holes on joey bosa and linval joseph that happened directly in front of the ref's face like homie would have had to be stevie wonder uh, Ray Charles, Helen Keller, and whatever the deal is to not see what was going on. He just opted not to do anything about it. And that made, again, drives be extended, and that made the game closer than what maybe it should have been. But I digress. It is what it is. You just kind of deal with it as it comes because those calls kind of happened on both sides, but it was very obvious that there were some real advantageous calls for the Eagles in key moments. But whatever. 
So moving on to the positives, because there were multiple. Y'all saw the offense, man. Jay Herbo getting his Rose Bowl Jay Herbo on, running one in for a TD, tossing two others. Homie had like an 84% completion percentage. Nasty. Keenan was over a buck. I think he's like a buck 20-something receiving. Mike Will caught a deep shot. Um, hey, I'm going to keep. I'm going to keep riding this train until it becomes a regular thing. And maybe it'll be next year. And I mentioned this in weeks past. Donald Parham needs to be a focus of this offense, particularly on those third and go for it all fourth downs and specifically in the red zone. There should never be a red zone visit where that dude doesn't get at least two targets unless they're converting early on. Hell, they could do it on first down, whatever. Don't wait until late and down and distance to decide you're going to do it. I mean, he's there. He's six foot eight and has a near 40 inch vertical jump. Who's defending that? Look, people consider Mike Williams a jump ball guy. Yes, he's a good contested guy, uh, uh, ball guy. He doesn't have the highest vertical jump. You can go look at his RAS scores for proof. Uh, I think he's like low 30 inch. But you got a dude over here that's literally a power forward with nearly 40 inch vert. Why would he not be an option in the red zone or on third and fourth downs? I think, again, as his career progresses, he's going to develop more into a number one guy. Right now, he's kind of like in that mix with Jared Cook, who, you know, had a good game. Um, And, yo, Steven Anderson for president, by the way. And, yo, between you and I, I think Gabe Neighbors needs to enjoy every victory brisket he can because I'm not sure he's going to be around next year. Steven Anderson is still in his snaps, and he's being a do-it-all, fullback, H-back, tight end, and he's making plays. Uh, at this point, Gabe's been inactive for a couple weeks. I don't see that trend ending anytime soon. Uh, yo, but also outside of that as well, uh, defense, Limbaugh Joseph is a grown man. If there's nothing else positive that goes on in that defensive front, the big goon is our any and everything. And thank God for him. Uh, Nasir Adderley. Had a coming home game, homecoming. He was out there balling, man. Dude was laying cast out on special teams. He was making plays in the secondary. He was in Philly, and he was there to put on the show, and I think he handled himself very, very well. And then we got the special teams. How nice is it to actually have positive field position on kick and punt returns? Who knew that was a thing? Justin Herbert doesn't have to start inside his own 10, 20-yard line every possession. Cool. Let's just keep that going. And outside of that, a game-winning field goal. Mr. Hopkins, bravo, man. Thank you. Thank you for exercising the demons. Um, We know that you had a missed PAT, and according to you, you rushed your process, and that's the reason why. So from here on out, don't do that. But just keep doing what you're doing, man. Uh, help us to forget and put all the pain in the past. You know, we got PTSD from all these issues with kickers. So hopefully, again, you have helped us move beyond that. Uh, oh, going back real quick to what I mentioned about not making any moves at the trade deadline. Here's my thought process about this. I think Brandon Staley essentially has to make a big enough sample size that he could present to Telesco and John Spanos because Buddy's involved in this process. If y'all are in denial about that, it's time to wake up. Uh, He has to make a big enough sample size to prove them, hey, 
these guys don't work. And in order to do it, he's got to, I imagine, show them, see, this dude can't do this. So we need to remove him and get someone who can. If you go into the trade deadline and you find players that can fit the system and work, you might actually end up masking the deficiencies. I think Staley's master plan is to weed out the guys who shouldn't be there and make it to the point to where there can be no denying it. So this offseason should be fun. I hate being five and three and talking about next offseason, but I think this is Staley's master plan. So, you know, mark this and uh, we'll come and revisit, uh, you know, come next offseason. Tell me uh, if I'm full of it or not. But all right. So, fellas, going into next week against the Vikings and moving forward. Do you think that the offense has now taken steps forward to start doing what they originally told us they were going to do and working more towards uh, Jay Herbo's strengths, which are utilizing his mobility, getting him outside of the pocket and getting some more passes going down the field? Uh, you think that Joe Lombardi has kind of figured out that he isn't Drew Brees, so you shouldn't limit him to the dink and dunks. And you got to make use of every quadrant of the field more consistently. And also the running game, which they used in certain aspects to help close things out. And you have to keep defenses honest. Do you think it becomes a little bit more of a factor somehow, some way and the offense find some balance? Let me know what you're feeling about it and what you think. But, you know, y'all all know what it is. Bull ganger don't bang. So next time, folks. Okay, love you. Bye. Well, that is an interesting thought there, Craig. I, I like that take. It's an interesting, uh, put it out on Front Street. Here's what you had before I got here. And uh, you uh, let us know what you think when this is all said and done, who we should uh, keep on this roster. It's an mm -hmm. interesting idea. Well, I mean, basically just trying to make the best of what you've got and if it see how far it can take you. But yeah, having a sample size now. I mean, some of these guys, you got to imagine they've had a sample size like Trey Pipkins. How he much got bigger his, of a sample size do you need for Trey Pipkins? Like, they got enough. Now he's inactive. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. So at least they, <laughs> they've they made that kind of a move for, for Trey. But like, you know, just in the other areas of like where our deficiencies lie, like right now, there's no denying our run defense needs help. Like that that is right now the biggest need of help right now. And I think yeah. the right side of the offensive line is either second, maybe, maybe first. I'm not sure. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think... I. When you watch us against the run, the only guy that wins blocks is Linval Joseph. He's the only right. one that's getting off a block and in a position to make a play. Yeah. The other guys are all just getting like they get they, they're back two yards, just holding on for dear life, trying not to give up a huge like something gigantic. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like no one else is winning. And what a lot of teams have done, we've played a lot of running quarterbacks. They're doing the read option and they're make Joey the read guy. So in essence, they don't he can't win the block because he has to just sit there and read quarterback. So now they've taken away our best player by doing a read option and not blocking Joey so that he has to sit there and read. And the only guy on our defensive line that wins in the run is Linval. So right. they're just running off tackle and you don't have to worry about the nose guard winning the winning the block. That's why in those short yarded situations, you see Linval in the backfield, but he's right. back there all on his own. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I it, I do think that there will be a sample size that forces us to make some moves in the offseason to get Brandon his defense. 
But I don't think that that in Staley's mind, he's jeopardizing games or no. not wanting to play well so that he, he wants can to get be his successful. Guys. Yeah, yeah. But he wants to. He's not going to make them bad so that he can just get his way in the offseason. Well, no. It, but I do think that will be an outcome. Right. It's not so much making them bad. It's not making the moves in midseason to right. To that's pick just guys what he up. had. That, that's what he has. That's what that's what will be the natural outcome. Right. Because our GM and our owner don't want to make those moves and free agency or in mm-hmm. the trade before the deadline. Yeah. And then in, to answer your your question in regards to whether or not we start to see the offense in the way that they were touting it to be, I mean, I feel like we were starting to see that like at the beginning of the season. And then we just had this like dip in the Baltimore, New England area. And maybe now this is our reemergence, the Phoenix rising from the ashes kind of situation and the start of a start of a new stretch of wins. I don't know. I don't know. We had, I think bad, we had two bad games. Yeah. I think honestly, it's, it's, you, you got to look at, I know I'm the homer for him. I'm homer for this team, but I'm, you look at Justin. When Justin plays well, he can cover up deficiencies. Mm-hmm. He didn't have his, didn't have good games the last two weeks. And we did not, we weren't competitive. Mm-hmm. When he's good and like coach said, he's patient, he's accurate. He's just feeling the flow of the game. We're going to be hard to beat. It might come down to the fourth quarter and it might come down to a kick, but we are <laughs> going to be in all of these games. Right. So I have I have confidence. I had confidence and I every week I do, but I have seeing how they did this week, seeing what Justin did, mm-hmm. I feel like this is a great game to build on. And right. you saw what he did last year. You know, we we he he get he goes on runs. He has a t- couple tough games and he goes on a run. So I I see us being able to do that these last this you know the second half of this season, and it, it's I think he's going to do extremely well. I'd like to hope so. Yes, I'd like to think that they they'll they'll scheme to his strengths, and uh, and boy I'd, yeah I'd love to see some more deep passes to to Mike Will and Keenan and anybody just, that can get down there. It's just so fun when he locks and loads and just. You don't see where I, that's why I love watching it on TV because you don't see where he's throwing. You don't see right. you just you wait for the camera to pan like, oh, shit, what's going to happen? It, yeah. Yes, <laughs> it's fun. It is fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. I also wanted to touch on the Chris Harris take. Um, I think there's a reason he's a slot corner now. He's that inside guy because everyone knows that he doesn't have the speed to run with the number ones outside. That, that's just right. a reality. Um, he was forced into it this week because of injury. Right. Um, we were down. Two guys, Tavon Campbell was hurt even coming into the game. Right. And then we went down another corner. So it's like he was put in a position where he's not, that's not where he's going to succeed. The reason that he works better in the slot is he has help. Mm-hmm. If we go man, he could take outside leverage. He has help from his linebacker. He has help, much closer help from his safety. Right. He has a lot more. He can just be kind of that, that, that wise veteran that can make plays without having to be that, just out of this world athlete that can run a million miles an hour. That's just not who he is anymore. Mm-hmm. This week was a bad look for him and he got exposed because he had to play out of position. But like, like, um, like you said, it's like, he's, he's so versatile. He's safety corner. He could play outside if we're in a zone, if we're in man to man, that's just not part of his, his toolbox anymore. Mm-hmm. He's playing man to man on the outside. Yeah. It tool. wasn't necessarily set up for success. Like you were saying, like he, yeah. but it was just a necessity this week with our huh. two. Keep in mind, like we we did hold them to how many passing yards? One hundred and fifty or one hundred and sixty? Yeah, under one hundred and fifty. Yeah. Both of our starting cornerbacks out. Just keep that in mind. Like this this defense is designed to keep these guys from from passing on us. Like that's what it is. And we were able to do that 
Granted, it was against Jalen Hurts. We were able to do that with backups. Right. So, you know, it's it's promising. And, you know, he definitely <laughs> got put out on the uh, on the limb for uh, for this defense a little bit. And, you know, maybe slightly unfair to what what he's capable of doing in his specific role, like Kyle was saying. Mm-hmm. I think those are all excellent points. And uh, Craig, thank you as always for popping yeah, on, thanks, man. Craig. You've always yeah, got such great insight you, and points. We really do appreciate it. And now, folks, it's time to go on to the next segment. It's Ask Bolt Fam. Whew. Let's see how many we've got today. <laughs> time to put your money where your mouth is. <laughs> guys. Don't jam a thumb up his butthole. That's what you do. <laughs> I wet myself in excitement. Oh, so hungry. Your thoughts are like totally appreciated. <laughs> Catch you later, dude. Okay, love you, boy. All right, folks, it's time for Ask Bolt Fam, and we've got lots of questions for this episode. We started off with an old favorite of ours, Daniel Wallen, who asked Daddy. the question. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So my question is this. Yeah, bitches. That's a damn win. <laughs> See you all in Thunder Alley next Sunday. Can't later on, dudes. <laughs> I will see you there, my friends. That's right. Yes. yes. Next game, Vikings. Kev Huggin Duggan will be in attendance, folks. So keep an eye out for him at Thunder Alley. Uh, that's that's going to be a good game. Yeah, this is... <laughs> yeah. Kevin H- Huggin Jr. will be with... If you see... If you see if you see a little like a six year old blonde kid, yeah. little guy on on somebody's shoulders, you're probably me. So we'll see you there at Thunder Alley, big time. That'll be that'll be fun. So keep an eye out, Daniel. Thank you for uh, bringing bringing the bringing the hype. Uh, let's move Good it buddy. on now to Bolt Gang, who asked the question. Oh, was happy to see Andre Roberts got some nice runs in. I also liked all the tight ends work, especially Pawhams. Hooah! Also, nice to see Palmer got some more targets. What do you think we should do with Guyton? K love you bye. Hoo-ha. <laughs> um, I, I hey Guyton made a good catch this last he game. He had a big third down catch yeah. this the game. Yeah. I mean I, nothing gonna he's not going anywhere. No, I don't, I don't think, think he's going he anywhere. still has opportunities. He's still fast. He's a fat he's right. our you know, take up, take down, you know, take it up the top off. I, I do think um, there's potential for Palmer to take his job by the end of the year, though. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think as he continues to get more and more experience, gets better because he's, he's on the field pretty consistently now. Mm-hmm. Um, and Guyton, yeah, I mean, like he has a couple plays here and there, but there's nothing like outrageously special about anything that Guyton does. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. He just gets lost most of the game. They'll, he'll here and there, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. As long we as he will. doesn't drop any more balls, that's all I'm yep. looking for right now for the right. season for Guyton. Yeah. yeah. If, he, if he can sure up his hands, that's all we really need from him. So, uh, Bolt Gang, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to the Chargers nerd, a.k.a. Daniel, who asked the question. Shout out to Justin Jones, Linval Joseph, Michael Schofield, and Storm Norton. None of them were replaced at the deadline. All of them played better this week. I sure think they played better because they were like, oh, I made it. Okay. Oh, is man. it hot here? Is oh, it just me? Is it? Oh, God, I should probably step at the fuck up. Okay. Let's do this. Somebody I think it goes over. <laughs> Give me some. Where's the Gatorade liquid. now? Gatorade. Uh, where's uh. Neighbors? I need some protein. Uh, quick. Okay. Can I 
Can I you go can now? make your point now, yes. Sure. Okay, okay. Uh, Our sketch is okay. over. If you don't want to play happy, along, you can be You know, you guys are having fun. Scott. I was letting it go. Just I just to tried some. to start a, a point like 12 times. So Fair enough. <laughs> that was fun. Thanks, guys. Um, <laughs> um, I do think that there is something to the fact that like they, they feel some kind of... Um, they have somebody behind them, you know, like we trust you. We're not going to replace you. Go play, do your thing. Mm. Um, and they did, they don't, they had, I mean, Justin Jones had an okay, whatever game, but you our offensive line, Schofield and Storm over there on the right side. They, they did a pretty damn good job. They, right. like you said, you don't give up a sack. That's a, that's a win for an offensive line. Yeah. Cause how does it, how does it feel Kyle? Cause we didn't get rid of you at the podcast trade deadline. You're still with us. We got your back. We really pulling mm. for you. I feel like your performance has increased this week. If you tried to get rid of me, you'd be in a full rebuild, my friend. <laughs> that's a full, full. Tear, that's a tear it down and rebuild it type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> who, who, who are we tanking for? I know. We yeah. better get a lot of picks. A lot of picks. Yeah. You're going to need it. There you you're go. <laughs> Chargers nerd. Daniel, thank you for asking the question or making the making the observation. Let's move it on now to Carl Bolingtoft. Carl. Yes. Carl, who asked the question. How good is Herbert? I mean, pretty good, right? How good can he get? I can't even imagine, baby. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, yeah, really who knows good. what the ceiling is for Herbert right now? I don't know. We're going to have 10 years to see, right? Hopefully. Hopefully, like, yeah. You're going to have, it's the NFL. You're going to have a couple down games, but then you're going to have yeah. what he just did. Like, that's what he's capable of doing. It's right. fantastic. Right. And he's still breaking a different record every week that he has a, yeah. a yeah. decent game. You know what I mean? It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. All he has to he's, do is have a decent awesome. game and he'll break a record. Yeah. Yeah. Decent game. And that's yeah. a decent game for him. 360 yards is a decent game. That for was him. a really good game. Yeah. He yeah. threw, for, threw for two touchdowns and ran for one. Ran for one. Yeah. Yeah. Really and honestly, game. that run, whoever that cornerback was going at his knees, I almost I almost looked him up Cursed on him. Twitter and said yeah. some hateful things to him. Because <laughs> don't you go tackling people at their knees, you dickhead. Mm-mm. Well, he doesn't want to get laid out, dude. They watch film. They know Justin <laughs> just lowers his shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be that guy that gets laid out Light. by a quarterback. <laughs> Lights out. <laughs> <laughs> he gets up with the dance. Sign him <laughs> up. Yeah. Sign him up. <laughs> Carl Bolingtoff, thank you for asking the question. We move on now to Max. Certified Fresh. Who asks the question? I was pretty good. I did that. That was oh, smooth. Yeah, yeah. That, that, You said that without any hesitation. Yeah, that was pretty smooth. Thanks, guys. Well, great game, boys. But I am fair puckled after that one. <laughs> Herbert is the man. He's the man now, dog. Love the way the tight ends were so involved in the game against the Eagles. My question, with the emergence of Steven Anderson as much as improved blocker and seeing how often he lines up in the fullback position, do you see the Chargers possibly making a move to release Gabe Neighbors? I mean, Gabe was inactive for Sunday's game, and Anderson gives the Chargers much more options when he's... In the, game, in the game. Also, how much influence do you think Neighbors' close relationship with Herbert will have on any decision that is made? Can't wait to be at SoFi on Sunday to watch the Bolts vanquish the Vikings with their ugly puke purple uniforms. 
And one more thing. F*** the Raiders! And f*** the Chiefs! <laughs> that is the worst Sean Connery... Hey, but he was after. drunk, so Sean Connery's not good. Yeah, that he doesn't, doesn't sound like well. him because he's drunk. No, he's drunk. He's drunk. I don't sound like me. <laughs> no, when he, he when Kyle's drunk, when I Kyle can barely understand what he's me saying. At Twelve o'clock at night, going, "You want to go to Vegas?" I'm like, "Is like, this Kyle?" Is this? Yeah, <laughs> is this Kyle? Yeah, that happened. Real life. Um, um, but yeah, right. so I don't. There's two two parts. It's do we release Gabe neighbors and. How much does his relationship with Justin affect him being released? Right. Um, I don't think <laughs> that's the summation of that long yeah. ass <laughs> Sean Connery rant. I don't think their relationship keeps him from getting dropped by any means. It's the NFL. It's a business. Right. right. They don't care if, if Justin's friend gets cut. But relationships um, our way. Big hugs. Yeah. That's yeah. what this team is all about. You're still going to get cut if you're not going to. I'm going to go. Can I disagree just a pinch with that? Sure. Like just yeah. seeing seeing that that one. What was the segment that they did? The dine, dine in with uh, with oh, those two. With uh, Chase Daniel and, and Herbert and neighbors. It, yeah. He's not a glaring. He's not a liability on this team. He does serve his purpose. He's a special teams guy. And he is a good fullback. Like mm-hmm. Steven yeah, Anderson. Yeah. I'm not saying he's going to get cut. I'm just saying I don't think that's going to play a part. I I think that I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's happening at lunchtime, at snack time. I don't know who's sitting with who and hanging out right. with who. But if if Gabe Neighbors makes Justin Herbert smile just once during the day, it's he's staying it. on this team. It's worth it, it is worth it. You keep that man happy and you keep him on the roster. Don't have to activate him. You keep his ass. He just needs to minimum wage NFL style. He's the hype on man. that roster. Yeah. Yeah. And, it's cute, Kev. Gains. <laughs> gotta have growth, gotta have gains. Well, yeah, I think I think well, we love the fullback. We love that position. We that's a part of our offense. Mm-hmm. Right. And Steven Anderson has proven that he can do it, but what if he gets hurt? You have, we still, you need depth. So yeah, he's inactive right now, but Steven goes, Anderson goes down. Gabe's going to step up, fill that role still at a high level. And he is a big time special teamer. So I don't think he's going to get cut. I think he will stay on that inactive. Um, Worst case scenario, they let him go and he ends up on the practice squad, but I don't think he's going to get cut. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's interesting. Maybe I'm out of line, but everyone's loving on, on him this week, on Anderson this week, but he did have an egregious holding yeah. penalty that really yeah, yeah. pissed me off this last mm. game. Yeah, got us It was around the edge and he really bad hold. So yeah. I'm not like, yay, Steven not Anderson right now. He, yeah. he had a great game, but there's, he's not untouchable, mm. it, right. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, there you go, Max. Answered all of your question there. Thank you for for asking it. Let's move it on now to JJAF, who asked the question. (laughs) Brisket or chicken barn for dinner? (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah, brisket or chicken parm? What's on the menu? Both. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Brisket stuffed chicken parm or chicken parm stuffed brisket? (laughs) There's nothing like, you know, warming something up after. A brisket parm. Brisket parm. Done. Sign me up. There you go. Try it out, Justin. Let us know if it works out. But uh, Brisket parm. Yeah. A little bit of both. There's room for both. There's room for both, JJAF. But thank you. 
for asking the question. Moving on now to Andres Robles, who asked the question. What do you guys think of Andre Roberts' game, huh? Let's freaking go! Yeah, dude, Andre Roberts made his presence known this last game. I think we had over 100 return yards uh, on special teams. That's that's not nothing. That's was not it 100? Was it? it was over 100. Holy shit. Hundred. I think it was 105 because I've got the Chargers... I've got the Chargers defense on my fantasy football team, and it says over a hundred yards. <laughs> well, honestly, like he, you know, last week was his first week on the team, so that that's not an easy transition. And they just right. the the Patriots weren't giving us that well, many opportunities to return. Team. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they, they weren't. We weren't given this team was giving him opportunities, and he took them. Like he right. is yeah. fast. He hits it and he goes. So right. it's a weird feeling returning any kind of kick for positive gains mm. as a Charger fan. Right, not just fair catching this is, it or letting it bounce. I could get used to this shit. I really could. <laughs> yes, it is a it is a good thing to see. Andre Roberts, happy to... And he, and he also made a play, didn't he? He, he had like a handoff yeah. or a quick toss-down play yeah, they, that he made. They did that was a like, fly sweep. Like a yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he's, he's contributing for sure. So, love to have him. Thank you for pointing it out, Andre Robles. Moving on now to Bobby Caldron. Who asked the question? <laughs> Can someone explain to me why every run play, maybe an exaggeration, was a toss, inside handoff, toss, outside read, toss, pitch play? Obviously a toss. Is this risky? Is this for a reason? Really just wondering, or if it's nothing at all. Bolt up, Caleb, you bye. Yeah, I did notice that there had to have been a matchup that they really liked. Mm. Um, I don't know what that matchup was or what they saw in the defense, but it was it was it was very obvious that that was their go to run play to try to stretch the defense out a little bit. Um, like I said, I don't know exactly what it was about the Eagles that they liked, um, but if it's something that we could tell they're trying to attack, there's a reason. It wasn't just a I don't know what to call run toss again. You know, mm. there's there's <laughs> yeah. something there's something in this uh, toss it. Oh <laughs> yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, there's something there that they really liked, and they they tried to attack it for sure. <laughs> this picture, this picture Lombardi up in the booth, like We're there's flames everywhere, and he's just yeah. like, oh, oh, no, just toss it, toss it, <laughs> shit, <laughs> hot potato, hot potato, hot potato. Uh, all right, well, that's that that's interesting to to think that the, yeah, that there was just something that they saw that they were trying to take advantage of, and. And that's why they did it. So, yeah, there you go, Bobby. Thank you for asking the question. Moving on now Thanks, to buddy. House of Hain, who asked yeah. the question. This just in. The Chargers' tight ends are amazing. Also, why do we almost never win convincingly? We always give our heart attack games. I'll take the win, and I love the team. Okay, love you, bye. Good question. It's just the NFL, I was man. Think- it, I was thinking this exact same thing though. Like we, there. Like when was the last time we won by two scores? The closest thing we had was Raiders. that Raider game. Right. That yeah. was the, the Raiders that was the scores. That was the biggest biggest win we've had of the year, and, and that a was long a really time fun. Too. Yeah, that was a really fun game to watch. So I, I'd, I'd like more of those, please. Yeah. We'd all love to win by thirty points a game. It's just, it's the NFL. Like these, every team is good. So right. I I don't know. Like I. It's hard. It's like as a fan, it's really hard to watch, but it's exciting. It's fun, and we're winning. So, yeah, 
They're good. We might shave a good. couple years off at the end, but right. you know what? Who needs those? I don't want to be shitting in my pants. I want to enjoy like, my my years while I got them. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Well, let's and that's just be, waiting for field goals to right. be made or missed. Let's yep. just be thankful that by the end of the season, we'll all have six pack abs from the amount of crunches that we're doing. So. <gasps> <laughs> I don't think that's ever a possibility with me, but I'll keep trying. You keep, I mean, hey, you're doing the exercise. You just got to, you know, lay off the Boddingtons. But uh, House of Pain, thank you <laughs> for asking the question. We move it on now to Jeremy, who asked the question. I'm pretty sure this is Certified Fresh. Yeah, Certified Fresh. In my analysis, I hope this is the start of a big streak. And new Kickman only missed one extra point. That's called growth. Caleb, you buy. That's called growth. That's called growth. <laughs> it's progress. I like how his analysis is, I hope this is a start. My bold proclamation, I will say... I hope this works out well. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's okay, man. Yeah, Jeremy, we're so. on the same page, brother. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It is growth, though. It we is, are yeah, growing. Hey, one, so far, one missed extra point is better than two, three, five. Yeah, to yeah. be leading the league in missed extra points. So I'm all, I'm all for it. But thank you, Jeremy, for making the observation. Let's move it on now to Bolt Dude 84. Who asked the question? Oh, great team win, fellas. However, when it comes to Joey Bosa, would you rather see him rush more instead of dropping back? And although I love how aggressive we are in these fourth downs, do you really, do you think, especially now with a reliable kicker, we should take the three points? Ho ho! Keep it up. Can't love you. Bye. Oh boy. Oh boy. I, I mean, uh, it's, it's our it, identity now, man. Like, what do you is. want? Like, uh, like, here's the thing. Like, we last year, I was so pissed off the amount of times it was fourth and one and we punted mm. in, like, middle of the field. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it just sucked. So, you, you, it's hard to have it both ways. Like, I'm, I'm kind of bummed when it doesn't happen, but I'm still like, oh, shit, man. We gave it a little college yeah. try. Like, yep. you know? We're playing to win. We're not playing to not lose. And right. that's... I'm okay with just going all in on a philosophy, knowing your identity and going with it. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like Staley it, said, we're, we're, we're playing to compete. We're not playing to participate. Right. Yeah. I, well, when it I, changes the us. whole dynamic, the field position, like that whole first quarter, we, that was our first quarter because we drove it. Right. We pinned them at the one yard line. They had, they went three and out three and, and out, then we yeah. had it for the rest of the quarter. And we got you, the ball at you the, control at the games, 40 yard you line. Right. Yeah. And, exactly. Yeah, it's just it's just an aggressive mindset that we all have to get on board with and not like, oh man, looking back now, we should have kicked one right. of those. Hindsight like, is always 2020. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And people I, are like kind of pissed off. People are pissed off about the 99 yards and we didn't get points out of it, but like I wasn't that pissed. Like I really wasn't. I, I was kind of like, we went for it, didn't work out. We're still gonna control this. Give them get you know it gave the defense an opportunity to really pin their ears back and get that get that blood flowing for how we want to attack. So right, there are good things. There are things that good things that we don't see that don't end up on a box score that can come from doing something like that. Right. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it, it, listening back to like the instant reaction, I was like, Bulldog, you're being a little negative right now. You gotta you gotta <laughs> you, you gotta little, turn it around. Get a little, get, get a little positive, there, Bulldog. <laughs> and it's just it's not. I'm not mad. 
that it didn't work on fourth. I'm mad that it we had four tries and we couldn't right. get those couple yards. Like that's yeah. what I get pissed about. Like when it's that when that's all you need. Like it's one thing if it was like it was, you know, first and ten, second and seven, third and five, and now it's fourth down and we're not getting it. You know, that's one thing. It's another thing when it was like such a short amount. So I'm not I'm not mad that they went for it by any stretch. Yeah. I'm in fact I'm glad that they went for it because like you said, that's their identity. I'm used to that now. Like I I get excited for that. I was like, yeah, it's fourth down, first, you know, fourth and goal. Let's make this happen. But it's like when it doesn't happen, it's like, God damn it. Like, what happened? Like, we were tr- we trucked it down the field. Why couldn't you just get one? But go you know, to your home. Just go to your hole. You too good for your home. Uh, answer um, me. Answer me. Um, Suck but, my white ass ball. <laughs> Sorry, I had to finish it. You couldn't just yeah, tee no. it up and not finish it. The price it. is wrong, bitch. Um, bitch. I had to take it one more further. I'm sorry. Uh, Are we going to quote dude. Happy Gilmore the whole episode? Right, just Let's gonna, go. Let me pull out a script and we'll just start it from the top. Play it as it lies. <laughs> I had to play it off of Frankenstein's fat foot. <laughs> I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. You eat pieces, pieces of, shit of shit for breakfast? breakfast? <laughs> no. Okay, enough. Moving on. Good Check morning. Us. All right. That was the last one. But I digress. <laughs> Bolt Dude 84, thank you for asking the question. Thanks, Let's move dude. it on now to Kraz. Craze. I don't know how to pronounce <laughs> this. I know it's certified fresh. That's for damn sure. Yeah, there's C R A Z and H. So Kraz. <laughs> Kraz. I don't know. <laughs> Kraz. Kraz. So, you got it. Put it. Get into it. (laughs) Who asked the question? Back on top of the AFC West. Bolt the f up. Do you guys think this win means we will go after any free agents to help with the run game? We killed Kevin. <laughs> I haven't used that voice in a while. Oh, I missed that one. And the <laughs> <bread> guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know I about don't the run game. I think more in the cornerback situation. If you know, I, I don't know what Michael Davis situation is or Asante, but if we don't get those guys back and Ryan Smith is down, like we might have to dig and try to find somebody in the cornerback situation to help us out. No, go to that. Walmart bargain bin somewhere. Right. Yeah, there's not a I lot mean, of free agents just yeah, floating around been, out yeah, there. Yeah, there's not top tier free agents just sitting around. <laughs> you're looking right at now. other practice squads. You're before the, you're looking at the only at free, free agents, agents that might be sitting around is um, Deshaun Jackson, who I think already signed with the Raiders. I think he already signed and, with the Raiders. Yeah, and Odell Beckham Odell. Jr. And no one but, wants any of that toxicity. No, no. So there's no like big name free agents just sitting around waiting to get scooped up. No, especially to to help with the run game situation. Like I, I just, just don't know. I'm just so surprised by just no one stepping up. Like, Kelly, I, I don't know what happened with that sweep. He didn't get the first down. Like, I, I'm just kind of baffled at the lack of production. And, like, is Eckler that much better than everyone else we have? I think the answer Clearly. is yes. Well, I mean... <gasps> Sorry, what? the Bears just <laughs> doinked the, a field goal to win it from 65. Oh, my God. 65 God, the shit out of me. This was a 65-yard attempt that would have won it, and it doinked the crossbar. Oh, Oh, God. That's heartbreaking. Sorry, Tyler. Sorry, Bears. Sorry, sorry, not sorry. But, um, yeah, Kelly not getting very productive is a little baffling. Um, And Roundtree had some success there at the beginning, but he's still a rookie. Like, he's still kind of making that transition from college to professional. So, like, 
Eckler just has the years, the experience, and definitely the strength to be that main Quickness. running back for us. He's just a different kind of breed of running back. I, they're going to have to. I don't think you're bringing back uh, Jackson, and I think they're going to have to do something. I don't, something next year. I don't know if it's a mid round pick or something for a complimentary back for uh, Austin. We'll have to wait and I see. Just, I'd rather one of these guys step up, honestly, but it's just not looking like mm-hmm. that right now. Yeah. Well, and I'm not sure if they're talking about the offensive run game or the defensive run game defense. So no matter how you look at it, there's just the free agent pool is not deep by any stretch of the imagination. So who knows if they do. We're promoting our practice squad guys if we're doing anything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So Kraz, Craze, thank you for asking the question. Let's move on now to Super Bolts champs who asked the question. Great freaking win. Both the f*** up. Come on. Okay. Since our boats did not trade for any player at the deadline, would you guys get OBJ or a Todd Gurley first? And why or why not? Great show per usual. Can't love you. Bye. Oh, and f*** the Raiders, Chiefs, and Donkeys. Yeah. Uh, all right. OBJ or girl. Well, so everybody here, yeah, everybody understands that OBJ at one point in time was really, really good. Yep. But every aspect of like the behind the scenes business is that the guy is a drama queen that he, I mean, his yeah. dad is like on Twitter, like protesting for him to be on a different team. Like, come well, on. Uh, he comes to the Chargers. He's wide receiver three. He's not, he does no. not want any part of that. He no. does not want to be wide receiver three. No. No, so, so it's he's and not I think, gonna be here. And I think he's on waivers. Somebody's gonna have to pay like seven million for well, to if pick he, him up off of waivers. Right. No, but if he clears, if he clears, then he's a free agent. Right. And then you'll want. see you'll see what he wants to do. Like yeah. I, I bet he goes I don't to the Ravens, any, to be honest. There's not yeah, that's a good that's a good call. Good pull. I think he goes there. He can be the number one guy and he gets thrown to like ten times a game. Mm-hmm. And that's that. Yeah, there was a, I saw a tweet that Pete Carroll was being a little cheeky about possibly bringing him on, but mm. it, either way, I, OBJ is definitely not the guy to the Chargers. Gurley, no. I mean, that would be interesting. Dude, I, I, here's, here's, here's my only thought. GMs in the NFL don't want the guy, right? The Titans. Don't want Gurley? No, oh. Derrick Henry goes down. They bring Grandpa Peterson out of Asian retirement. Oh, Peterson. True, yeah. You know, like there's guys that are old and like, not even playing football that they're bringing back before Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley had a very mediocre year last year in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I think he just doesn't have it. And I don't think GMs believe in him. So mm. um, I don't think we go out and pick up anybody. I don't think, I don't, I, I, don't, I don't know. I just don't see, unless somebody gets hurt. If Eck gets hurt, then you probably will uh, have to go take a chance on somebody. Yeah, I just, and he had injuries just like constantly. Just I think wasn't it arthritis? He's got some. His knees are just <laughs> shot. He's got yeah. like honestly, he's got something bad in his knees. He's got like arthritis already at like oh, twenty gosh. whatever he is. So like, Kyle likes to laugh at other people's ailments. <laughs> <laughs> or is he have dementia? Just... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, arthritis for a twenty-seven-year-old like elite athlete just doesn't sound yeah. right. Yeah. But I think that's where his fall off has come from. Like, that's why. I I don't know. That's a great point. 
Gurley or Adrian Peterson? Adrian Peterson is like our age, Adam. Like he's old. I know. Yeah, he's he's definitely up there. <laughs> if I've got Graham, and he beer, played, I'm sure and he, he played decently. Too. He played decently. He got a touchdown. There you go. So, so they yeah, picked the right guy. Yeah, clearly they did. So Super Bowl champs. I don't think we'll get either one, but I mean, if you had to pick one, maybe Gurley just to have that different running back spot because just obj i just think will bring too much drama to a team and yeah, i don't just, want any of we that don't want anything to do with that drama. <clears throat> but thank you for asking the question moving on now Thanks, to see the king one who asked the question even though we won storm norton was getting abused all day all run defense is problematic and when they tried to flood the box to stop the run we got beat because chris harris jr can't keep up with a snail and we can't contain a qb at all realistically what can we do to fix this since trades are no longer an option? I know Vato and Asante coming back would obviously be huge, but is there anything else we can do, or do we just have to accept that this is how every game will be? Well, I guess this is easy. I don't think Storm Norton got abused all day. He didn't give up, you know, he didn't give up much. May, might not have been the best on, on run blocking, but I don't think it was that bad. He was mm. like an improvement this week. That's easy upgrade. Bulaga coming back. Like, that's how you fix that, that's in my hope. opinion. That is that's the, the hope. hope. Yeah. And then Chris Harris, like we said, he played, a, he was playing out of his ideal position last week. He, he went, he had to give up a lot to help the team because we were hurt in so many places. So he had to play out of what he normally does. And then that's just, that's maybe why everyone's saying he was a liability, but we only gave up 150, 160 yards passing. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not, these are all fixable things. I don't, I don't think we're in like dire straits. No. In the containing of a QB, there was one egregious play that Joey Bosa just straight up blue assignment did not have a good play. Um, other than that, Jalen Hurts, that's what he does, man. He's a he's an NFL quarterback because he can get out of the pocket. Mm-hmm. If that man yeah. had to stay in the pocket all game, he would not, he's not that great. So that's that's you're you're facing one of the best in the game at getting outside the pocket. And I really do believe three or so of those, we got held really bad. And allowed him to get out of the pocket. So um, I don't. I don't think that was a huge, huge miss. Obviously, you're missing two out of your starting eleven guys, and two of those <laughs> yeah. guys being cornerbacks. That's huge, man. To to only give up twenty four points is is pretty pretty impressive. Yeah, totally agree. Well, there you go, Z the King one. Thank you for asking the question. We move on now to Rat Human, who asked the question. Let's. F- Go back in number one spot in the AFC West, and I'm fully bolted. There seems to be a lot of hate for Joe Lombardi on this sub. I'll admit I haven't been stoked with all the play calling, especially during the Ravens and Patriots games, but it hasn't been that bad, has it? Can I get your opinions on the play calling so far this season? K, love you, boy. Seems fine to me. (laughs) (laughs) Good answer. Good answer. I mean, honestly, like we've talked about on those games, like a lot of it had to do with just drop passes. Like it's it's not a a complex play. You just, you got to catch the ball. When you know, when the defense is on the field for, I don't, how long did the Patriots have time of possession? How long did did the Ravens have time of possession? 40 something minutes. You can't get your offense going. Everyone, like, that was the one thing that I got really annoyed with was this like Lombardi. If he's here next year, I'm not a fan anymore. Like all yeah, this come stuff. On, like 
you that's ridiculous like yeah. Yeah. time of possession like if you're split if he if we have the ball the same amount of time as the other team does and we're not doing anything with it okay then you can have a conversation right but it wasn't that case those first two games and you see the play calling he did this game it was great like he he called the shit out of that game right and it was fun to watch that offense cook yeah I don't know. I just think that that's the easy cop out as a fan. I'm going to be honest. I think it's a lazy take. I think to go, oh, I don't ah, play calling crap. I think that's you're frustrated that we lost a couple games. We don't really know play calling. I, like, I don't even like I sometimes I'm watching the game. I'm like, I don't know everything that's going on behind. I don't know what sub they brought in and what pack. Like if you're watching the game as a fan, you don't even know personnel coming on and off the field. Because they zoom in on a quarterback or they throw it to the box. You don't even see those those things happening. Mm-hmm. So it's for us to sit here as fans and say, oh, that's terrible play calling. Honestly, I, I do think it's a lazy take. And I don't think his play calling has been bad by any means. There's a lot of times where he I'm, he's about to run the ball. I'm like, oh, no, what are we doing? What are we doing? Boom, we break it for like 20. And it's like, <laughs> I don't I don't know. I just don't think. I think he's got a very good understanding of what his team does. I think we have an identity. Um, and I think it's been consistent every week, and it's just mm-hmm. sometimes our players aren't executing. Right. I'm with you on the lazy take. I think this is, and not not at a lot of people's fault, because I think no. this is a carryover from previous yeah. coaching. Run, 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 what pass. We're used to run, 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 pass. run, run, pass. Run, run, pass. Exactly. So when things aren't going our way, you kind of resort default. back to what, yeah, you go back to your default, and I don't think we're anywhere near the Shane Steichen um, <laughs> offensive coordinating that we had last, you know, last year. I think yep. Lombardi is doing a hell of a job, and I'm excited to see what he does moving forward. Yeah, hundred percent. Rat human, thank you for asking the question. Moving on now to Toasty Ghosty. <laughs> All right, who asked the question? I like the way that the younger DBs played with all the injuries to the position. However, I'm concerned that Harris continues to get playing time since he seems to be a liability in coverage now and doesn't want to tackle. Thoughts? Ooh, yeah. I disagree about not wanting to tackle. I, I've seen throughout. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. Like, it's okay. We're allowed to disagree with each other. We're, no, but we're I just, mean, like, yeah. I can't imagine there's a player that doesn't want to tackle yeah, like they uh, would no, there are some Cromartie Antonio Cromartie proved that he does not like to be physical okay, yeah fair enough I just yeah yeah there are some definitely DBs that don't want to hit I just don't agree with that take I, I've seen several times Chris Harris come up and lay lay some wood pop on somebody yeah yeah I've seen it several <laughs> times and I, I do agree I think that this game he was forced to play kind of like you said um, he was forced to play in positions that he was he's not built to play anymore that's not what that's not in an ideal world everyone's healthy that's not what we have him doing. We're not going to have him manned up one on one with Devontae Smith. That's never that. That would not happen yeah. if we were healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, he was put in bad spots, and he know we he knows we know the coaching staff knows he got beat. Um, like I said earlier, you put him in the slot where he can have help from linebacker. He has safety help over the top. He can be he's good enough to know how to work that stuff. And in zone, he's real smart. He knows where quarterbacks are going. He knows what formations look like. He can help other guys on the on the field. I think he still has a position on our team, just not what we had to make him do on Sunday. All right. Agreed. There you go. Toasty Ghosty, thank you for asking the question. Moving on now to Okie Doggy, who asked the question. How are my brothers from another mother's doing this fine day? My question this week is, why do you think Gabe Neighbors has been inactive these past two weeks? Is it performance-based? Is it strategy each week? 
Or does the coaching staff think Anderson is doing a good job at his role and or McKinney finally making progress in his development? Now that that's out of the way, I have had it with these motherfucking Vikings fans <laughs> keep saying the wrong motherfucking Justin won Offensive Rookie of the Year. Whatever happens to this motherfucking game, the right motherfucking Justin won. If they still can't let it go, then I would suggest they listen to the book I boys call Go the F*** to Sleep. <laughs> All right. Uh, Okie donkey. <laughs> good so, one, dude. Good points and uh, and good good questions. Yeah, I think the, the I, neighbor's thing, yeah. do you think it's performance or is it just like, hey, we've got it in Steven Anderson. No yeah. need to have two out there. Yeah, it's Steven Anderson. He's more... He's more versatile, right? Mm -hmm. You can line him up as a tight end. He can block there. He can run routes off the tight end position at the fullback position. And that's not to say Gabe's not good. I think there's just more versatility in your roster by having Anderson on the squad. Well, and you made mention of that before, of like disguising the coverage. Like when you have Steven Anderson out there, is he playing tight end or is he playing fullback? Like what's his... When you're a defensive coordinator, you're up in the box, you have someone in the box saying who's coming on the field, Mm -hmm. you'll give personnel. So you'll say, oh, it's 11 personnel. It's 12 personnel. So one running back, one tight end, one running back, two tight ends. When it's Steven Anderson, Donald Parham, and um, Jared Cook, or you Trey McKitty, like, <laughs> who's playing what? Like, right, from yeah. personnel perspective, you're saying it's 13 personnel. There's three tight ends on the field. I don't know where they're going to line up, but that's mm-hmm. what's there. So how do you defensively match up with that? You're going to bring three safeties on the field to try to have the right matchup? Somebody's going to be in a bad spot. I think, for me, I think I, McKitty the way I look at it is like we've had games where Anderson and Gabe neighbors were both activated at the same time. Mm-hmm. McKitty is finally being activated. Right. Right. And coach just said in his post game presser, like he's happy with McKitty and how he played. He mm. said his name specifically in the press conference. Interesting. I think it's everything you said about Steven Anderson taking over that position and being competent and being able to do what Gabe does. But I also think it's McKitty is the roster, the flip flop of roster availability. Mm. Because Anderson and Gabe Neighbors have both been on the active roster at the same time leading up until these last two weeks when McKitty has been activated. Mm. So I think I think that has something to play in it as well. All good, all good observations. And uh yeah, fuck these Vikings fans that just can't yeah, let it them. go. Like go let the it go. Fuck it, to sleep. It is a fun, <laughs> it's a fun little little part of the game, like part of the matchup, watching Justin Jefferson and see how he does. Right. Well, and I'm I'm excited for this game because they social media team of the Vikings posted the, you know them at our soccer stadium taking it over. Oh right, and, yeah, and really taking it over. So I am let's let's show up, Charger fans, and I think we need to wear powder blues because our other colors are very similar to these Vikings. So don't wear white, don't wear the navy. Let's go. If you got the powder <laughs> blue, go powder blue, and that'll make us stand out. Mm-hmm. Big time. There you go, Okie Doggy. Thank you for asking the question. Always good to hear from you, buddy. Moving on now to Blonded Surfer, another veteran who asked the question. Yeah. Whoa! It's just like that for Chachos. We are surfing with life. What a game. I don't want to focus too much on this game. Just want to throw some notes out there. Some of Lombardi's running plays were very odd. There were so many second down runs that netted zero to two yards and left us in third and longish scenarios. I didn't like his run game plan for the day, but hey, we got to win. 
Harris Jr. looks super aged and cannot keep up with any NFL receivers. But props to Staley and the defense adjusting and controlling that Eagles run game. Anyway, the great kahuna of this game is that this current 2021 team only wins if Herbert's given control. We host the Vikings in the Thunderdome next weekend with Davis and Asante currently still out. It's going to be one crazy passing day for them. I think the key for this game is going to be giving Herbs the coconut and letting him toss it at whoever he wants, however he wants. Open up the gates, Lombardi, and let the rivers flow. For the Herbs need their H2O. Gotta <laughs> let our QB do what he does, best man. Enough of the dinks. Let's throw it past the sticks and design some runs for the guy. The ocean's definitely calling my name today. Stay hydrated, brothers. Can't love you, bye. Good Ooh. one. That was a good one. That was he worn out after that one. <laughs> he had a lot to say. Yeah. Um, I, so I wonder if if that's what some of the people are saying in regards to the play calling on the second down runs that are netting zero to two yards. Is that, I mean, is that, that again, that doesn't feel like play calling. That feels like execution. Like we're just not executing the play the way that it needs to be, right? Well, you could. And, and that's the other thing. Like I said, we don't know what the personnel is. When, right. we're, when they're calling these run plays, it's second and eight, second and seven. Did they go light? Did they go dime package? They know mm. Justin can huck it. Did they go super light and we should be able to run the ball and we're just not able to execute? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I can't say that for sure. I haven't. Sorry, guys. This is not a full time. This is not a full time game for us. (laughs) But Um, I think I watched the game like you guys. But yeah, yeah, we we don't know everything behind everything going on with these play calls. Right. Um, It could be poor execution. It could be sometimes you're trying to catch them off guard. Um, And then again, sometimes maybe he made the wrong play call and he'd probably he'd probably tell you that. Yeah, sometimes I miss. Mm hmm. But majority of the time, I, I'm i sitting there watching like, okay, I, I get it. Good play call. Let's go. Right. Need an executor. Let's go make it happen or something yep. like that. Try again. That's why we get four Real, downs. <laughs> I'm really hoping this Davis, uh, Vato, and Asante are mm-hmm. back because not that one I'm, of them. Yeah. Well, yeah. man, Asante was in concussion protocol. If he misses two weeks, he's got that's something real bad concussion. going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's scary. Yeah. And I, I'm not terrified of Cousins. But he's definitely a better. He's a pocket passer. Is a Look, different quarterback than we as, just saw. You know, That's we all, all know the, the Vikings game plan is going to be feed Dalvin Cook until he That's throws it. up. It's just <laughs> force feed him the ball until it's he like, yeah. It's like seven. He's just like five hundred pounds and falls yeah. asleep on the table. <laughs> Gettios in his face. We all know that. We all know that's the game plan. And then the play action to try to hit Jefferson on a big play. That right. will be the game plan. Hopefully, we, we just find a way to stop Dalvin. There you go. It'll be fun to see. But thank you, Blonded Surfer. We move it on now to Sponge Bolt Bolt Pants. <laughs> what do you think, Cass? Fresh. <laughs> <laughs> fresh. I love Sponge that name. Bolt Bolt, bolt, bolt Pants. pants. <laughs> Who asked the question? If each of you had to pick one player to have an hour-long conversation with, who would it be? Good morning, SpongeBob. (laughs) SpongeBob. Good morning, Patrick. (laughs) SpongeBob. All right. Um, I've been watching a lot of SpongeBob. My kids are really into it right now, so that's always on. uh, All right. Well, this is a fun hypothetical. If you each had had to pick one player to have an hour-long conversation with, who would it be? Hmm. 
Kevin, don't act like you're thinking. Yeah, I know. You Come on. To Justin <laughs> Herbert. Stupid. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I was Who trying to would think. Like, be? Hmm. The Herbert thing is, Justin after seems... week one, after week but, four. I think the trick here, though, is hour long. I think I would love to hang out with Justin, but I think that'd be like a good 10, 15 minuteer. You know what I mean? He doesn't seem like the the most talkative type. What? So if I think he's, he's more a movie introverted. Nerd. You could, you he's the reason why we got him in whatever place we got him in the draft. He doesn't talk enough. What all just, the coaches just said. Ask him about Interstellar. Hey. He'll talk to you for hours. Do you want me to just <laughs> shut up and pick Justin Herbert? Because I'll do it. Yeah. Don't make me. Kind of. All right. Justin <laughs> Herbert. Don't fight who you are. Yeah, just don't fight it, dude. Yeah. Just accept Fine. it. Just own it. Um, well, he doesn't say current or previous, so oh, it could be old dog. Could be glad I was first. Could be a post player. Well, I don't know. I'm going to I'm going to assume current. I would go with um, a defensive guy because I sure I like defense. I'd yeah. like to hear the X's and O's what coach talks about. So I'd probably go with Derwin. Talk to Derwin James for now. That'd be cool. Just talk football the whole time, probably. Yeah. So you talk football, I'd probably just make really awkward, uncomfortable like dick jokes, and it it would fall apart <laughs> really fast. Like, or you'd funny, become right? best like, friends. Nope. <laughs> Didn't read the room on that one. Sorry, Didn't guys. All room. right. Well, that that hour, I'm going to keep still this got at five minutes. minutes. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a stand-up comedian walking off the stage before their set's over. Like, all right, hour? it's been real. Bye. It's, all, it's like on a Zoom. You're like, oh, sorry. It, it's breaking up. Uh, oh, weird. Yeah. Oh, weird. weird. Sorry. I'll Bye. try it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would probably go. I kind of want to go Keenan Allen just because of how creative he is and like I, yeah. I I can't get over like how good this guy plays the piano and sings. Yeah. Dude, what I if can't he get played over the, that? You sing, he plays the piano. Shut I your would buy mouth. that album for an hour. <laughs> for an hour. <laughs> an hour long. You guys could record an album. Session. Yeah. <laughs> record an album <laughs> in your one hour jam hour. session. <laughs> Keenan and Keenan and Bulldog sing the blues. Um no that I I think he, and he he's just a, a fun guy too to talk to and I think he would be he would be a fun guy to talk to. Or yeah, that, Bosa. Bosa answer. would be hilarious to talk to, I think. Bosa, Bosa would, would be just funny, be fun. Yeah. Um but seems like uh, Tranquil would be kind of cool too. I don't know why. I just Tranquil get like could a be very cool. I think Tranquil might be vibe. a little too inspirational. I think he might try to inspire me too much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there is a level of inspiration. Yeah, 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 I can yeah, only yeah. be inspired that so much. You're like, dude, chill out, dude. I'm just Drew, sitting on stop the couch with the quotes, right man. Jesus. <laughs> How long is this Proverbs book? God almighty. <laughs> but uh, hey, SpongeBob Bolt Pants, thank you for asking the question. And we go. We usually get so many hypotheticals like that in the offseason. We don't get I know. many well, We don't get it. Uh, I love the yeah. hypothetical yeah. question. I, the, for those of you that do ask questions or if you can't think of a question to ask us, throw some hypotheticals They're at fun. us because we, like we them. love them here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, all right, well, let's go out of Ask Bolt Fam with Jeebs. The D is silent. The D is Adam. silent. It is. Adam, Ask the question. D is silent. I heard you the first time. He's got Good. a question. It goes something like this. Hello, my Bolt family. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Sorry, hug and not certified fresh this time. <laughs> More like certified stale. Ah, ah, ah. I kill myself. Oh, wait, too late for that. Ah. 
Anyway, <laughs> if you guys already realized this, like it's old news or something, I'm sorry, but I realized something just last week at the game against the Patriots. Whoever is in charge of the uniform scheduling is low-key genius. After looking at the schedule, I was confused why these games we wear are alternates and not on the prime time ones. But after I looked closer, I realized something. The home jerseys for the Patriots are navy, so we wore navy. The home jerseys for the Giants are royal, so we are wearing royal. My brother was like, we should have worn navy against the Cowboys then, but their home jerseys are, wait for it, white! Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Genius, I say. When someone buys a jersey, it's usually by default our home jersey, so most people coming to the games would be wearing our jersey color. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Good stuff, though. <laughs> All right, anyway, quick question. It seems to me the obvious choice in the draft when we select 32nd. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. You see what I did there? Ah, ah, ah. It's got to be either D-line or right tackle, right? So if there were one of each, both equally great at their position, which are you taking, hmm? Well, I must go. This sunlight is killing me. Ah, ah. This SPF 3000 is bullshit. Oops, excuse me. Bad Dracula. Ah, ah, ah. Okay, I'm done. Peace out, deuces, bitches. D out. Speaking of D out, manscape. Ah, ah, ah. I'm the perfect <laughs> spokesperson. I want to shave your balls. Ah, ah, ah. Oh, shit. Not, no, not me, but I like that. That's not what I mean. Shave your own balls with manscape. This got weird. I'm out. Oh, yes. And fuck the Raiders. Can't love you. Bye. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Oh, oh, boy, that Jeeves. was a novel. But shit, that that's an interesting. I never thought of that. That is a, right? a very interesting idea that that's they would you do good, that to trick the other team to wear that color. Good, I insight. love that. Yeah, good insight. And yes, when we're drafting at thirty second, ah uh, ah uh, ah, uh, uh, <laughs> defensive line or right tackle. I want to keep my boy safe, so I'm going right tackle. I think defensive I, I line, fir- dude. If you go first round left tackle, first round right tackle. Yeah. I mean, I I understand the mindset, but like we're not in. We're not our our run defense has got to stop this. Like yeah, we gotta. There is free agency the, too. Like we're gonna fill these sure. holes in more than just the draft. So sure. I guess it's what do you want to eat your cap space with less? Because you're gonna be paying that rookie guy a lot less. Um, I don't know. It's, I really don't. I think D, I think D tackle. I think we're gonna go yeah. D tackle in the first round and find a way to resolve that right tackle. Right, right tackle is not as big of a salary bust as a left tackle. So I think you can find a good, solid, strong right tackle in free agency um, to shore things up once um, Balaga just turns to ashes and <laughs> never sees the light of day ever again. Apparently, I've never seen the guy. <laughs> So we're just we're writing we're writing Bulaga off like he's never gonna be able. I, to I don't sustain. know, man. It, poor I mean, guy's it, never can't stay healthy. Whatever the injury was to require what two surgeries during the season, like before the season even really it, yeah. started. Yeah, and it, I mean, in his age and everything. And you take all that into consideration, like 
Yeah. I'd, he's not going to get another contract. No, 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 no. So no. yeah, I, I think, I think D, D is where the, where the biggest issues are. Like, again, like Justin Herbert throws amazing when he's under pressure. He's got like <laughs> almost a Let perfect QBR. Yeah. yeah. It's fine. Pressure's fine. He can come. be fine. Yeah. I don't He'll like run it. out of the pocket, <laughs> throw it and make a touchdown. Don't do but, it. But, uh, Jeeves, thank you for making us laugh and asking a great question. And thank you, everybody, as always, for asking all the questions and Ask Bolt Fam. We truly appreciate it. Um, and before we leave this episode, it's time to make some Bolt predictions of the Minnesota Vikings game coming up this Sunday. What are our Bolt predictions? Kyle, you go first. Okay, I'll go first. I have us winning the game 31-24. <laughs> And I have Justin Jefferson with zero catches. Zero catches. <laughs> Holy None, shit. Huh? I None. love it. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like your did you hit your no punt returns last game? Yeah, you did. You said no, we weren't gonna give have give up any punt return yards because we didn't punt, Kyle. I think you're on to something. Ooh, Kyle, right. Who's it, baby. the closest now? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, you hit that. I just yeah, realized wow. that. Okay. Jefferson, zero catches because Dalvin zero Cook's going to throw up for the force <laughs> He's going to be, yeah, <laughs> he's going to be eating a lot. Um, let's see. I'm going to say, I'm going to say 27-17. And I'm going to say, I'm going to say Kenneth Murray gets a sack. Oh, he's back. He's back, baby. Get it. He's getting sacked. <laughs> I like it. Before anyone uh, asks, all of our predictions are always the Chargers winning. Yeah. yeah. So we don't we don't ever say 31-24 Chargers. It just goes without saying. Oh, it goes yeah. without saying. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go 34-20 Chargers. Um, and I think <laughs> goes without saying. I think Parham gets Ooh. two touchdowns. Two teddies. Uh, Two teddies for the teddies, chicken farm. Two teddies to the tall man. I like it. Yeah, I think he's going to listen to this episode, hear what Craig had to say about targeting oh, Craig, the red yeah. zone. And he's going to get two teddies. There you go. I like the idea. All right, folks. Well, that is it for Bolt Predictions. And that is it for this episode. Thank you, folks, for sticking with us. We really do appreciate it. And we'll see you again on Friday. Uh, so, folks, don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place. Okay, love you. Bye. K love you bye. K love you bye. Ah 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 ah. <laughs> and now a word from our sponsors. Hey you. Yeah you. Did you put that shopping cart back? No. Why not? You in a hurry or something? It takes literally ten seconds. What's so important? Do you literally need to go to a class on how to return your shopping cart? Well, now you can. Introducing Justin Herbert's Cart Returning 101, the class that teaches you how to be a decent member of society by just putting your cart back, you lazy jackass. Justin Herbert's Cart Returning 101. Consider this your invitation. Hey. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.